Oh, Rowan, thank you so much for that question. It's uh, not too, the first part's not too dissimilar from our previous caller, Lynn. Uh, but I do think that there's some salient points we can go over that are a little more specific. So you asked, um, when you, uh, when you see the future, uh, what do you tell people when to tell people and when not to tell people? And this is always a tricky question for us psychics. Um, and there, I think there's a lot of schools of thought about it. I've, you know, there's some TV psychics that are just sort of boundaryless and like accost people in stores and tell them psychic information. And I think that's part of their shtick, part of their, uh, charm. It's part of their, it's part of their TV show, frankly. <laughs> so maybe it's just made for TV and they wouldn't normally do it. I don't know. I think that that's bad boundaries. In my opinion, personal opinion, going up to strangers on a regular basis and handing out psychic information is bad boundaries. Now I will, you know, offer say that with a caveat that occasionally I will give strength total strangers psychic information if I feel like it's fairly benign and it's we've developed a little bit of a rapport um, I might give them a little bit of psychic information if I feel like it's you know it's nice and it's fun and it'll make them feel better and it's a little bit of a boost and their spirit guides are really pushing on me <laughs> I might let them like let myself do that. But generally speaking, you want to give people psychic information when they are in a relationship with you. So if you're if they're your friends, they should know you're psychic and they should be aware that you're going to be giving them psychic information because it's like it's like sitting around with your friends and um, pretending that you don't see that they are walking on a, you know, a very injured foot without noticing the injured foot. You're going to say, Hey, what's going on with your foot? Right. Or if they've got an alcohol problem, you're going to, Hey, what's with the drinking? So if you're going to have friends, they've got to get used to the fact that you're psychic and that, that your part of your resources is this otherworldly information. So, I suggest that you explain this to your close friends that you say to them, look, you know, I'm psychic. So can we all just get used to this fact that part of the information I'll be getting is psychic. Now, having said that, when you're hanging out with your friends, it's a good idea to develop a practice of going, here's my opinion. In fact, anytime you're doing psychic information, giving out psychic information on a regular basis in readings, for instance, someone will come to me with a question and I'll say, okay, just to give you a distinction, Here's my personal opinion about this. I think, you know, eating dairy is very bad for you and that all people should stop eating dairy. This is not true, but let me just say that as an example. Now, let me now, having said my opinion, what my brain thinks and my background thinks, let me tell you what the spirit people say about you eating dairy. And they're like, you know what? More cheesecake, right? And then we get to see that my opinion is clear and upfront and separate from the psychic information. So when you're talking to your friends, um, what I would suggest you do is when you say something, you might not catch it till a minute after you've said it and say, by the way, that was actually psychic information, not my opinion. If you can't tell the difference between your opinion, your emotional response and the psychic information that you're giving, then you should not give out psychic information until you can tell the difference between these things. And that means that you probably need more training as a psychic. And so find a teacher and uh, work with that teacher to get um, that information out there. 
So get yourself get yourself educated as to what the difference between uh, you know an emotional response, a psychic response, and your own personal opinion are. Those things have to be really clearly delineated for you in order to be a good psychic. Being a good psychic is all about having good boundaries. So that's when you're t- dealing with um, friends, sort of generally people you're close to and spend time with. There's all kinds of categories of people. If it's random strangers, you want to be really careful with that. And before you say anything to a random stranger, you want to say, you want to give them the option. You want to say, I have psychic information and you can even do this with your friends. I said this to Lynn too. You can say, you know, I have some psych, I have a psychic hit on that. That's what my friends and I say to each other. I have a psychic hit on that. Would you like it? And of course we're all like, of course we do. We want it. And some people are like creeped out by psychic information or don't believe in it or, you know, don't really want to know your opinion or anybody else's, any of their spirit guides opinions and don't have a good relationship with their spirit guides and don't want to get a better one. And it's not your job to make sure that their relationship with their spirit guides is better. Your job is to make sure you have a really good relationship with your spirit guides. So, um, there's that. And then if you're doing any kind of professional readings, you know, you just tell them everything that they're coming to you for it. So tell them everything, everything that you get, tell them, you know, uh, and you know, just be aware that there's a margin of error because you're a human. So there's like, just, and become aware of your margin of error. What is your margin of error? All of us psychics have a margin of error for error for whatever reason. It's either because we're misinterpreting or our filters are too a little bit askew on this topic or we're being the, the symbols aren't quite filtering through. The more you do it, the better you'll get at those things, the lower your margin of error is. But know what it is. And it's important to know it and to tell people. You know, I'm 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 around 90, 85 to 90% correct. There's a little blind spot somewhere that I don't quite, I miss. And then I'm about 10% incorrect, usually around predicting deaths of uh, famous people. (laughs) So I know that about myself. And so I don't try anymore. (laughs) Well, because deaths are hard to predict, by the way. Um, So that's uh, what to, the next question was, why am I getting psychic information? Why am I seeing all this? Well, because you're psychic, you know, you're, you're, you're seeing things not because it's always your business, but because your eyes are open, because your psychic ability is open and because you're getting all the information there is to get in that sort of area. And so your job and also your spirit guide's job, and you should have a particular spirit guide assigned to this role. Everybody, I recommend if you're getting a lot of psychic information that you have a secretary um, in the spirit realm who, you know, filters out what you need to know, and what you don't need to know to some extent and makes your appointments. <laughs> and what I say to that is, um, it's all, all the information's out there and you're, if you've got a very broad net cast out, you're going to get lots of it. And then the question is, how do you filter it? So how fine a net is it? How many, how many, you know, imagine if we're, we're using the net metaphor, if you have a very broad net, but it's got big holes in it, lots of the unimportant things can fall through. So it's all about what really calls you. And the thing has to, you know, if it's really important, it'll call you three times. You can dismiss it, it'll come back. Dismiss it, it'll come back. Dismiss it, it'll come back. And that's just, okay, that's information I need to pay attention to. Not that's information I need to immediately act on. Information that you need to know. Does anybody else need to know? Does the person it's about need to know? The first thing you have to say is, why is this important to me? If it's come back three times, why do I need to know it? 
our impulse is to go, well, I have this information. I have to give it to you. And it's like, well, maybe, maybe it's for you to know about that person. And what do you need to know? And then get everything you can out of it. And then you can let it go. If it comes back again, then it might be for that person. And if it, if it is, then you can say, I have psychic information. Are you interested? And if they're not, then just tell the spirit guides, they're not interested. Back off. I, you know, just because I can hear you doesn't mean that I, I'm going to be a useful tool for you. Because people do not listen to their spirit guides. And so a psychics come along and here we are, the spirit guides, you can hear me. And then they've been, imagine a person sitting who can't hear and the spirit guides are yelling and yelling and jumping up and down. Suddenly you come along, you can hear. And the spirit guides are like, oh my God, but they're really used to this yelling thing. And they start yelling and yelling and yelling at you and all about the person. And then suddenly that feels like, oh my God, I have a responsibility here because they're really agitated when actually you've just run into a complicated relationship. That's not working very well. It's think of it as the neighbors next door yelling and screaming at each other. You know, is it your business or do you need to get a new place to live? <laughs> you know. So why are you getting the information? Just probably because you can. It doesn't mean it's actually anything to do with you. When to play the psychic card was your next question. Well, I don't know. I mean, come on, come out, come out wherever you are, psychics. Everybody, if we all admitted we were psychic and we stopped being so closeted about it, it'd be probably like the queer movement where we all came out and things changed. Play it all the time. This is, you know, be distinctive. This is my opinion. This is psychic information. I'm a psychic. Here's the information. Um, people... Always, everybody who ever gets any psychic information from anybody should take it with a grain of salt, just like they should take any information they get from anybody with a grain of salt. And what I mean by that is when you hear information from psychics or professional, you know, people who are advice column giving you advice or even or me, you should always process it through your intuition, which is what I mean by grain of salt. You should always go, I'm the, for, I'm the last and final authority here. Do I, in my gut, agree with this? So come out. If you want to play the psychic card, play it. I play it every minute of every day. You know, I'm a psychic and I'll let you know when it's psychic and when it's not. Frequently, it's just my opinion. And, you know, I do a lot of a lot of hard thinking with my brain and I'm not, and I'm middle-aged. And so I have life experience. And so lots of what I say is just common sense that I've developed over the years. Some of it is psychic and I like to make a distinction. So Rowan, use the psychic card, play it, play it all the time. Why not? You're a psychic. Um, <clears throat> past lives. I, I mean, if you're, the next question was about past lives and you know, I see past lives and people, you know, that's cool. Not very many people can see that. <clears throat> you might want to consider, I bet you are going to use all of this for your healing work and having, um, and that there will be a context for you to use this in. If you're getting this much information about this many people that you're going to probably develop a practice around it. And that seeing past life thing can be life changing when people just remember their past lives. Um, they can, you can, it's amazing what will chronic illnesses will heal. <laughs> it's weird, but true. Like why, why would we have all of the illnesses from our past lives or, or, you know, things from our past life when we died? I don't know. It's weird, but it really is true. It's like a little miracle sometimes. 
Um, so it's a great technique. Reserve it for when people are paying you. You should get people to pay you for this. You're so psychic that you actually should have a practice uh, around it, around your psychic abilities, uh, healing people, taking them into their past lives, giving them psychic information, doing some work on them. Uh, I feel like if you had an outlet, it might go easier on you too. And that's me giving you psychic information not just my opinion. The most of what I've said is my opinion. The last little bit was psychic. All right. Thank you, Rowan. You can ask pomegranate. Five, two, zero, two, 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 99, 22. Hi, Pom. This is Shanika. Um, I am calling about, uh, my mom. Um, I feel like I definitely am a, the target of her binding efforts. Um, <clears throat> she has a practice, and she's a Pentecostal, and she has a practice of, like, binding and then also um, sending the cool messenger to take everything but somebody's soul um, to make it unbearable until they turn their life over to Jesus. Um, and so a lot of her... I don't know, just stuff has been, like, coming both into my dream 